0: Hello, my name is Hendrik Thoma. I'm from Hamburg, Germany. I'm the owner of Weinem Limit. And in my previous life, I was a sommelier. Now I import wines from around 50 small little labels from all over the world. And yeah, a lot of fun. So I think, I think this job, first of all, is giving people a great experience and you can learn and add knowledge you the time you work really in that job. Because I see many people who don't really work in that job. Uh, they are maybe great tech, well, they, they they know a lot about wine, but they don't know a lot of people, don't know a lot
1: of people. Don't know a lot about <laughs> people. <laughs> no, thank <Yeah>. you, I <laughs> still have a hangover from <laughs> <laughs> last night. <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> Not a problem. <laughs> okay. So then it's, yeah, you need the two things in combination to I work. think, yeah. So. Yeah. And
2: I mean, how do you see it here in Germany in terms of the wine scene? Younger sommeliers, do you see that there are a lot of people interested in working in wine? <coughs> have you observed anything different from when you were on the floor to now?
0: Mm. I think a lot of people are interested into wine. They want to go into that direction, but uh, I think a lot of people don't have the balls to really uh, to execute and to go through and, and to become professional. And that means that's not always very how to say um, convenient to become a professional because that means like you, you need to carve your effort. niche and you, it's effort and a lot of people think they can go the easy way. I mean, that's first of all, that's, that's I think that's the, the bottom line uh, because when I wanted to become a sommelier, nobody wanted to give me a chance, so I recarved my niche. I think now a lot of people are looking for sommeliers, and, and we have people, oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, to just uh, talking and uh, doing not the job and the job is to make people happy. That means the floor. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you can't do it from home. No. No. It's a profession. It's a profession which is really about people. First of all, full stop. Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. And something else that's been an interesting topic for me anyway in the last few months is what is a sommelier worth in terms of, you know, I think there's a huge disparity between what certain sommeliers get paid to others. Mm. And about the service industry in general mm. even being a waiter a restaurant manager mm. it's a lot of time isn't it like I was talking to a friend about this yesterday and um, we were talking about like the amount of investment you have to have in yourself also mm. you know not just in the job itself but outside of the job studying and constantly keeping you need yourself to be, up
0: to date you need to be really uh, hooked by that virus yeah. and don't need to think about what you always make from it yeah. I think when you think about oh what can I make from certain things then you are missing the creative part uh, of that job and I think it's first of all it's passion Uh, and that creativity will basically and that kind of extra effort when you train and taste and uh, travel and pay here pay there you think always oh what do I get for it I mean you find out later much later in your career so I think a lot of sommeliers are maybe not paid correctly in this country maybe they should get more on the other hand, we have really difficult laws in terms for the employer. I can see that because I have a small company as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I think, let's say, United States, much easier as uh, yeah. they're participating in the, in the sales. Mm. And then they get their share there. And if they're really good at what they do, they get, of course, a good good wage. So I think yeah. sommeliers in the United States make much more money than here. Um, but when I looked at my, let's say, when I became an MS, I didn't look at how much I could make from it, I I would like to see how much can I learn from it. Uh, And then, later on, I I was lucky enough, circumstance, life, helped me to make a a, a decent living from that. Yeah, Yeah, that's uh,
2: interesting isn't it, And it's not necessarily, I don't think everybody is always thinking about that, but I always, I find, you know, I do find sometimes, because it is so punishing in some ways, like Mm. the
1: hours, How much of your Mm. life would you give it? But I do think that that also translates to other jobs too, especially in creative jobs. Like you were saying, actually, that's the really interesting thing about money is not a good incentive when it comes to creative jobs. Mm. It has to be the end result has to be the the goal rather than money because the minute money becomes the end goal, Mm. you're incapable of doing your job. Mm. You're too focused. You can make someone do mechanical work with the dangling of the carrot, but you mm. have to love it if it's going to be creative, mm. otherwise you're completely blocked. And I've I see the same in my career. The, mm. the more popular, the better I am, the more work I have to put in to get mm. there and sustain that. Mm. But it means that in the end, my hourly, what I get paid hourly does go down, mm. because you're having to put all this extra mm. work in.
0: And it, it really comes from the network, too. Uh, once you have a network, that will pay back at one point. That's what I can see now. I mean, I'm now 25 years in this business, and I still know a lot of people, and that helps a little bit just to get into, you know. So uh, when I'm, when I'm polishing, uh, how to say, that uh, one, uh, like, like, uh, uh, like pottery
1: glassware. No, po- <laughs> polishing. polishing.
0: In Germany, there's an expression. German, the, in Germany, there's an expression when you are basically a salesman. You need to polish the.
1: Uh, I mean, I wish we could all see the, the door
0: handles. Right the okay. door handles. That's what we do. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. We
1: haven't even Can got Can we cut it out, please? <laughs> <laughs> which, actually, we My probably goodness. should get into some wine right now. Yes.
0: Which one? Which one you want? We have we have wine on the table. We're not drinking it.
1: I know. I think we should start Shame this. on us. <laughs>
2: should we start with the rosé?
0: Um, We could. It's quite strong in that taste. So well, I, I'd no rather go... Wines. This the Three great wines here. I mean, we have uh, um, abatucci, which you brought along. Yeah. Oh. Steam. That's from course. Yes. so with uh, some really crazy varieties. You need to look <laughs> them up on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I've never been to that winery, and I've, I've tasted some wines. That's yeah. really nice. Then we have a wine from uh, which I import, yes, Cospes from Albariño. Um, that's Vinos Atlanticos from Rodri Mendes, and we have... Another Atlantic wine, but much further south, in, from the Canary Islands. It's a rosé, and I think we should do that rosé from Matias Itorres. But we can do it now. Why okay. not? Well,
1: okay.
0: see what comes. What comes out. So La Palma, beautiful capsule. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a, a little bit warm. Could be a little chill, but I, I noticed with her wines, they can use all day can stand up to uh, temperature quite good guess, uh, quite stable this has only 13 percent you've been to la palma
1: no. no
0: no well you should take a trip it's really nice a lot I've of people to. go for the party islands on the canary <laughs> I, you know Fuerteventura. la palma is much more for elderly people like Perfect, me
1: more
0: my <laughs> this is the most um western of those islands and which is interesting like because the climate on those islands though they are i think in in the total surface like 300 kilometers from each other. This one is the most Western end you have a a, a a climate which is more humid, um, a more um, climate like South America. Okay. And the soils are volcanic, they have two different soil types. One is the younger ones which because they had a volcano explosion in the 70s and the northern part is much older soils and you have a more red clay. And um, Matias Hitoris, what I like about this this like uh, I try to take trips my wife she likes Lanzarote and we have a week in springtime and we have a favorite restaurant and they had this wine a couple of years ago and they served it to us and we said like this is much different than all the other beautiful vacation wines
1: mm-hmm. what is it
0: and then we looked it up Matthias Itorius the, the guy got it at some wine shop and then two years later we would find out that he would, she would only sell about 120 bottles on the Canary Islands and the rest oh, she wow. would ship to London, New York Stockholm, yeah. Berlin yeah wherever, as uh, people don't appreciate it, because a lot of people think these wines are
2: weird.
0: kind of weird, or weird. that vacation wines are normally, yeah, Comfort Zone wines. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, in this winery, what I like, they work with ungrafted Prephylloxera rootstock, so... Which is
2: quite common in the Canaries, though, isn't it? Yes, it I is, really it is,
0: but, but it's <laughs> quite rare in the world of wine, and <clears throat> she works with her family since 1885 on that winery. Oh, wow. That means like fifth generation, they produce only between fifteen to 20,000 bottles, depending on the year. And I think she didn't want to become the winemaker. Her father died. He was a very humble man and a known winemaker. And she had to take the position as a brother, had other things in mind, and someone wanted to keep it. They wanted yeah. to keep it in the family. And I think Victoria has done such a great job. So this is a rosé for not rosé drinkers. <laughs> would you agree, Emily? I
2: would agree. I actually find it more for if you like Jura Reds, if you're the yeah, more inclined because the note the fruit and also the savouriness yes. of the wine. Yeah, is yeah. Nice. Mm.
0: This is really I love this. I love so her wines. She's so, called, so skillful.
2: This is called eight three eight seven four zero. Exactly.
0: What I don't know what the the numbers are for. Uh, the claret, of course, means to the Bordeaux style of a heavier rosé. And this wine is produced from three varieties. And I think the formula she uses, that's quite unique. I mean, I wish in Germany sometimes we would have more young people trying to play and, you know, um, work around a little bit with what's possible. So she takes the Negramol, the, 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 the red variety, she soaks it for four days and um, to, to get a little bit of color, extract color. Then she blends that must with uh, Listan. Listan de Canarias, which is palomino, mm-hmm. so which is quite neutral. But she's
2: using Listan Blanco. Listan Blanco. Because it's red. And then, exactly,
0: that's Listan Prieto. Yep. Well, anyway, difficult Spanish thing, but... So yeah. she blends the white and the, the, the red must, and then let it start co-ferment together. Mm-hmm. And she says it's like a tradition they have had on the island. And then, in the end, she would add about 10% of Albio criollo, which she fermented extra, and on the skins... Okay. and that's I think that's where the tartness comes from in this wine Interesting, yeah. and I, I like the formula I mean think of like yeah. hey that's like a, a chemistry or yeah, alchemistry totally. or something next. But what comes out is nice, but you're right. I mean Jura would be a wow. lot of, a lot of people don't know how Jura tastes so but I think it has this um, ah, But I'm, I'm not don't want to use it again, but umami yeah. kind of
1: yeah, yeah,
0: um, totally. um, sure? It can I think match with many good food Interesting foods too. Mm. And what I like about this, um, it's good acidity, so it's not cloying. It's really dry. It's not like yeah, these, yeah, one of these it's
2: nice.
0: these Wenka Rosés. Oh, excuse my French. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, uh, these Vapla Vapla Rosés.
2: slipping
0: out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but it has this um, this really consequent and uh, this is not an ego wine. I think it's made with all the possibilities. But it's meant to be with food and it really shows and displays where it's from. And I think this is what wine should be. Yeah, okay. Wine should be something... If, if I drink alcohol, then I want to be inspired. And I think many people just drink wine because they think, oh, it's a mellow, oh, it's nice, oh, it's expensive or whatsoever, yeah. oh, nice label. But I think in the end you drink the liquid and you want to get yeah. some inspiration. and I get inspiration from this. Don't know how she does it, but I think it's just because she stays... Genuine and she stays mm-hmm. humble. Yeah. And then she's this, not this aiming for. This field blend
2: like, works really well. I know it's not a field blend, but this sort of blend of varietals and styles. Mm. It's a quite common. co yeah, oh. but, you, but you see this quite a bit in Australia actually with oh, really? some of the more low intervention winemakers. It's quite common to have these sort of pink coloured wines that it's, it's, are somewhere smart, between eh? a white, red, and an orange because oh. they're just saying, oh, I've had a bit of this and I think that works really well with their like. But very typically, like Pinot Gris on skins, is quite common to see that mm-hmm. in... Um, it looks really? like Pinot Noir, yeah, okay. because obviously the extraction from the mm-hmm. skin to the top yeah. is a pink hue to them. But they're really interesting wines to give to people because you taste them and you People want to this. Put things yeah, in a box, yeah, yeah.
0: what is this? And it sort of well, uh, it's... But uh, I think in the, new, in the new world, in Europe, a lot of people have not understood that the new world... Um, has much more to offer. I mean, especially in Germany, it's really poor if I look at what is offered from the new world, and then I go to places like London, even Stockholm, uh, not Stockholm, well, maybe two, but Copenhagen, and you see much more of a variety, and I think this is what Germany also should be. We should also import the good stuff and the interesting stuff, because that also gives us inspiration. So, yeah. but I mean,
2: you're working with quite a few producers from South Africa. Well, you we have a couple from South Africa.
0: Four of them, yeah. yes, yes. It's enough for Four of those blokes. Oh, oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I think we talked about this with Holger when we, when we went to Vinicultura. was this idea that when places have a long wine history, that when people have a long wine history they tend to go for wines from their own country.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's probably the same That's in France, the same yeah, in probably, Spain, exactly. but, but hey, you go to Spain, you go to Barcelona, or you can see some really exciting wine lists, I think. Uh, yeah, of course, sure. There's kind of a protectional thing, and uh, and that's
1: why Scandinavians are a little more open-minded because they don't yeah. make produce Canadians, Canadians yeah, too. Totally,
0: oh. Canada has made a great way in terms of wine. I think. No,
1: I really, yeah. Except a lot of it doesn't come out of Canada because it's too small. Yeah, Lots we of
0: wines we we, we import one wine from uh, Canada and per Morissette. Uh, set. Yeah. I'm so happy with it. I mean, mm. it's a wine you can yeah, really surprise people.
2: Yeah, that Cabernet Front is very good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's special. So now we have a wine. <laughs> Emily, <laughs> I'm looking at no, Thank you very
2: much. Yeah. Okay,
0: how are these varieties, though? <laughs> <coughs>
2: can
0: can okay. you just look them so up in the, the internet? So, so
2: the wine that we have, <laughs> so we have, gosh. We have um, from Abattucci, the Faustine red, but the old wine, so the in 2015. Mm. Um, so Corsica, the island mm. of France and it's quite interesting um, because obviously it falls under France, doesn't it? But I always find the wines from Corsica to be more similar to Italian wines. Yeah. Actually. I find this uh-huh. more like an Italian red than a French red because it has this bittersweet the tannin acid structure is slightly different for me personally. So the grape varieties are almost impossible to remember or pronounce. <laughs> Should we try again? <laughs> I feel
1: like Just, it's. Uh, what, what,
0: what? Oh, sorry. Yeah.
1: I was saying. I feel like it's either a line from um, Queen's uh, <laughs> "Scaramouche, Scaramouche."
0: Yeah, Scaramouche, yeah. Yeah. Nieluccio and "Sciaccharelle." Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, it, the best thing is always when you do wine description, You say, "Well, some indigenous varieties." Yes. Yeah. yeah. So not, people can look it up by themselves. Okay. <laughs> Google it yourself. Tumbreaker. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> No, but local grapes is good, too. I, I've had some of his rosés, I like it. I, I, th- I, th- I as think as he well. works in the biodynamics, he's by bio- yeah. Demeter, yes? Yes,
2: and, and um, yeah, granite soils.
0: I think this is well chosen in terms of the, uh, the wine we've had before. I think I can see a similar outcome, uh, yeah. this um, more elegant, more fine, more subdued, uh, not the dark berry fruit, it's the light red fruit, yeah. it's the spiciness. <sighs> I mean, it's quite hot today, so it warms up quick. But yeah. So I'd, I'd like to drink it a little chilled, more chill than this one even. Yeah, what I mean, think? I
2: pulled that out of the fridge. It was 16 degrees, the fridge. But obviously it's been on the table for a while, uh-huh. so but it's chatting.
0: This will be nice with some goat, I think, or yeah, lamb. That's um, good, yeah. Strong flavours. What I like about these wines, and, and I think Europe at the moment is a great place. Um, 20 years ago, when I was a sommelier, that wasn't on the that wasn't the list yeah. for no one. We were still thinking of Burgundy, Bordeaux, a little bit of New World, mm-hmm. but not too much. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And then Germany, of course. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and now we have this fantastic variety, this regional wines. And um, in those days, they were let's say ah. Oh, now we have these autochtone varieties. Now we have these Demeter wines and things like this. It was still kind of under suspicion (laughs) if that's going to be ever great. And now, 20 years later, this, I think, is great. The results are obviously much better than what we have in international wines Mm. because we have too many international wines which are basically all tasting the same direction because they're made basically from the same mindset. And I think the greatest thing you have in wine is the place yeah. where you can grow and where you can create something unique and not only a formula.
1: The formulaic thing I think is really interesting because you also see it, chatting with chefs about this, also this idea of formula. That instead of when you're cooking a dish thinking of adding, oh, it needs no, thing sugar, that's much salt. It should be like, what is a salty ingredient that I can add instead of actually salt? What sweet that we can add? Mm. Things get more interesting that way when you don't work with a... Mm cookie-cutter formula if Yeah. XYZ, this works.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, I, th- I think with any kind of thing, like, uh, also the, the, the human aspect should not be forgotten. That means, like, you need to have experience. And uh, this is like something great value to a wine. It's It's not like something you've learned uh, from school. This is like something you've learned in your family. And I think they have understood this that, that was a great value, yeah. but it took a little bit sure. to, to see, wow, we can maybe play on a different level. Mm. And I think now they do this. I mean, many of the wines at the beginning were quite bizarre, <laughs> faulty mm. or stinky or whatsoever. And I have to say, this wine is so fantastic. It's, it's really pure. It's clean. Not clean in that kind of thing like it's cleanly yeah, yeah. made. But, not but there's, sterile, no, there's, yeah. there's, not, there's nothing wrong with this no, wine. There's really no nothing. mistakes. exactly. Mm. Yeah, No step exactly. Yeah. What do you think people, younger people, will be attracted by this wine?
2: Look, I don't like. I'm the oldest
0: here at the table, I can ask you. (laughs) Yes, I'm
2: sorry. (laughs) So, I mean, this is on the list at the Mm -hmm. Mickelburger, and we don't sell large volumes of it at all because it still is a hand sell. Also, it's not. These particular wines don't come in super cheap.
0: No, this has a price, yes, of course. What's, What's the price on the list?
2: The list price is around 65. It's not crazy in the world. It's a
0: nice wine, but. Let's say for the average person, 65 is a lot of money. I have to say, a lot of people have to work very hard for their money. 65 will be. But when I look sometimes, wines which are consumed for 200 or 300, they're not as inspiring as this one. So, this I think in the end is a much better deal. But those people who make a lot, of course, they are much more attracted by the big names and they don't want to make mistakes or they want to impress the ladies or yeah. the ladies want to impress the guys and see my dear mm-hmm. i have brought this wonderful aya wine from italy and oh dear i'm worth now for that day 300 okay yeah. let's do it well, you know this yeah. is how it works in many yeah. ways and this is different yeah. He you really need to love wine
1: mm. but i think that's the thing that's interesting about sort of the push also with natural wines is you end up with less of this uh brand name idea mm. and people are a bit more curious about finding something special instead of having the, I have a Louis Vuitton handbag, I have yeah.
0: a brand name wine or I go to um, to a designer who makes something yeah. special. they would rather something. be like, look yeah. at this
1: cool designer I have from, so yeah. look at this cool wine I know about, I mean well, that's the nice thing about the shift towards. Is it
0: in the tattoo scene, must be the same, there must be some totally. big names and oh let me do a yeah, 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 tattoo. Yeah, they're not always
1: great but yeah. they have a name. I've got it from that guy. Exactly. It's the same idea. It's a luxury product with a brand.
0: I got I got this tattoo on my cheeks in London from. <laughs> oh my God. That was really ugly. <laughs> and then and then uh, then this guy, you know what was so funny? He had a tattoo, and I was asking, "What is this?" It was a French guy, and I asked him, "What is this?" He had all these big black, uh, how to say, like, like stripes, stripes yeah. like a zebra. Yeah. I asked him, "What is this?" And he said, "Well." Uh, this um, the girlfriend's names I've had yeah. basically <laughs> got to erase them yeah. with a the big stripe so he had a full arm I mean
2: how many stripes does that take until you realise this maybe isn't a good idea
0: well he had eight he's <laughs> and, well, he's romantic,
1: and, and, and
0: then he had one i never forget he had one here on his neck Jennifer oh uh, and gosh. I thought like wow well, now it's getting this is becoming serious <laughs> like straight
1: for the neck <laughs> if it doesn't work out <laughs> <laughs> luckily there's a lot of Jennifers in the world <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you imagine, <laughs> after that, you're like, God, oh, I can't get this one removed. I can only must, get genitals from now on. Yeah, must find another Jennifer."
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think in, in many ways, if you look at wine, if you look at food, if you look at artists, uh, if you look at tattoos, books, there is a there is lot of similarities mm, in totally. how it's treated by us. And I think most of it has to do with respect or with the kind of a awareness, what you do. I mean, I got tattoos when I was younger. I look at them now, I say, like, okay, that, I feel comfortable with them. For many well, sure. years, I didn't feel comfortable. When I had them, I was cool. Yeah. Then I didn't I felt feel in decline. Cool. <laughs> now now I'm cool with it. Now I'm with, a, you know, in my age group, I'm probably one of the few ones. Who's You're being, like, yeah,
1: check this out. Yes.
0: <laughs> I, I can compete with the hipster guys. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, uh, I, I look now at people when they do tattoos and they do it in a more... It's interesting like it's almost like when I look at you when also you use it as a piece it's, it's very natural it belongs to you yeah. though it's quite
1: it's I mean I also have a struggle with this you know you go through a period of wanting to be different and then you sometimes mm-hmm. the pendulum swing the other way then you want to be mm-hmm. a bit more accepted and then you find the happy balance where you accept both parts of yourself so I think yeah, but respect I think that's a really interesting but that also goes back to the wine education idea, goes back mm-hmm. to all of these things tie-in. Mm. Because it's this idea of knowing what came before you. You were saying about winemakers, that it's not just about knowing what you know now, it's taking the combined knowledge of your ancestors and bringing mm-hmm. it to a moment. All of these things, yeah, tattooing, wine... A lot of
0: people go with respect. their tattoos, it's very interesting, from very horrible, later on their totally. real
1: I mean, come on, let's talk about, we've talked about this in episode one. The wines I drank from the beginning. <laughs> you do the same, and the, you know you start with yeah. something your training wheels, and then you easy stuff. Learn normally, a bit,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. But I had, I had like, I mean, in Germany yeah. there is this kind of very modest thing. Always, like people tell you, oh, you need to first start with the cheap stuff and with the easy stuff. You
1: don't deserve the expensive exactly. stuff yet. Exactly.
0: And I can tell all the young people. Inspiration comes from great things, and normally not from these wines. Yeah. From these wines, it comes. Beautiful, beautiful hangovers. Hangovers. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but yes. inspiration comes from really great stuff. And uh, even though if you have no fucking clue about it, uh, once you have a great wine, yeah. you might. There's a good chance you get hooked to it.
1: I mean, with anything, when you treat mm. yourself, when you say, "I deserve the," you know, something nice. And even if that means saving up a little bit and and waiting to have something <clears throat> lovely rather than mm. having lots of terrible. Why you no, you feel exactly. really good?
0: Why, why go through Just all special. that? But it's, I think that's uh, maybe Calvinistic thing. Like when they tell us to, you, yeah. if you go to paradise, to, to go to paradise, you have to eat through this big, big wall of pudding.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Emily is a little quiet now. She's she's thinking. I'm to are you thinking of getting it? a tattoo? <laughs> we can we've maybe gummy gam- yeah. and uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay
1: good. so what we've got in front of us right now yeah. i could definitely smash the whole
0: evening g- day i could
1: smash this right now wow easy be careful it it's, good. it's
0: it's uh it's quite strong it's delicious it uh, it's a wine uh cospes is a wine from Rodrigo mendes mm. and he's quite quite famous now in spain i mean in germany i don't think so but in the scene of wine mm. i think a pe- lot of people know him and uh, he's i think in the regard he's a kind of a visionary too he's in cambados which is a place in the area of rias baixas so Val de salnes that's basically on the western coast of europe basically north of portugal rias baixas is galicia and i think that that strip really is attracting me as well
2: i think
0: sarate is there
2: and also um there's a, a really a great guy called Alberto
0: Nancaris. I don't know him. Not imported no. into Germany. No. Very
2: small uh-huh. factors, But yeah. Thank you
0: for the advice. Thank you. So we take I a mean, look at yeah. it. Yeah. No, but no, what, what I like about these like people, I mean... Cospers,
2: was Cospers always scheme contact? Uh, always? Because I didn't know that. And then when I opened the bottle for the team mm-hmm. and we tasted it, I was like, oh, this has got a good color. And I was like... Sp- oh, I think it's got skin contact. Not
0: it's, it's not the typical albariño yeah. where you think it's fresh and easy and that mineral salty. This one is uh, with skin it contact. It's like sunshine.
1: Yes, like yeah. albariño on steroids. But it's nice that it smells so strong and then it's not so...
0: What I like about the smell is like... Um, the, of course you get the, that lemony citrusy uh, skin uh, character because of the fermentation on the skins. But what I like about this is like, there's a honey and a herbal wine. taste. So this reminds me more of a tea than of a wine, oh, yeah. first of all. That's to me, like a, like a herbal tea from um, Northern Greek, which I enjoy very much. Yeah. When I go home at night, my wife always cooks me a tea. It's wonderful. I like this.
1: I mean, this would make, what I smell would make a great perfume. I mean, I would wear it, probably. Uh, it's like a little honey, the, a little fruit. It's juicy, but it's still about
0: some... Call some it some Gwen, Gwen's yeah. dreams. Well, that's or going to be rookie. that's going to be a There's a
2: Gewürztraminer on the table. Because
1: she was mad for it. I'm ah. really joking.
2: I'm Are you one of those person on the planet that still loves Gewürztraminer? She was, so was, many times we've had Gewürztraminer together, and she brings it. And she's like, but it's it's cool,
1: right? I am like it. The main thing. And all of a
0: sudden, not cool. Well, Gewürztraminer is certainly not made for purists. It's made for hedonists. Yeah, yeah Gewürztraminer, <laughs> oh, <so. yeah. laughs> it's good. I, I think... Well, it's
1: delicious, it gets me... Yeah,
0: but... Yeah, yeah. You
1: yeah, know, but I also came into Can get wine... Tired. I yes. also came into wine from more of a perfume sort of thing. So, like, the smell of wine was probably what attracted me more to even learning about it than anything else, because I'm a perfume fanatic. And own a lot of perfumes, so for me the scent was always the most exciting.
0: No, you don't need to self-excuse here. That's yeah, cool. but that's
1: the truth. Yeah, that's why I love the aromatics.
0: <laughs> no, but it's, it's really I, I think you know it's. You have to do it's,
1: it's, a good top, sure.
0: But but okay. what I like about your attitude is Gwen that you, uh, you, you deal with your uh, devils. <laughs> yeah. No, a lot of people don't. People are not honest with themselves yeah. when it comes to wine. They they go for other things, and I think that's cool to say I like a Gewürztraminer. And,
2: uh, and
1: sometimes I have to drink it alone because no one else wants it, with me it. yeah. <laughs> and it's really tough because I finish the whole bottle really quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, it's like the peach schnapps
2: of wine, yeah. no? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She likes peach schnapps as well. Come on.
0: Peach peach pe- peach schnapps?
1: Yeah. What's no, that? I mean I, I like Dopeche. the that you like. Uh, she's buying it. It's a schnapps that <laughs> yeah. <and> I really like. <laughs> <think> it's <laughs> a. Come on. I like the southern, southern French also. You know, a little. Do you the... like Viognier as well? Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah I like that Oh yeah, she's, yeah, yeah, Sauvignon Blanc.
1: Yeah, of course. a blonde girl too. These, like, oh, fantastic. I mean, I like them all, but. <laughs> Not that fussy. That,
0: that, so, that sounds like Erich Mielke. Yeah. You know, Erich Mielke was in the DDR, big guy, and one of his last speeches was in front of the. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, what, I don't know how they call it in the. Uh, Volkskammer. Volkskammer. Okay. Ah, ich liebe, alle, ich liebe alle Menschen, and he was one of the toughest guys. <laughs> I'm made, I'm made a lot of bad to things, Be careful. Well, people were. us for
2: everybody. Yes, and
0: Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. Also Let's so float.
2: True
1: <laughs> Sauvignon was also probably one of the things I drank the most in the beginning, and now it's probably something I don't ever really drink mm. so much of because now it's. You know,
0: there's it's room. There's space. Yeah. There, there will there have? will be developments. There's hope.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's hope for all of us. Then <laughs> okay. I dated an Austrian, and then I drank... <laughs> Shitloads of Grüner Veltliner.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I think that's another thing. Like a lot of people don't realize when you want to uh, learn something about wine, you need to drink it. Yeah, totally. You really need to drink it, and you sometimes, of course, with a hangover. But I think that's that's <laughs> yeah. something. A lot of people think, Post-takes. Oh, I'd like to know about yeah. wine. I've read everything yeah. from the books. Oh, great. So how does it taste? I mean, in the end, we're tasting something. Yeah. It's a it's it's a beverage where you expose your palate, and that yeah. gives you that kind of richness too. A lot of people are very one-dimensional when it comes to taste, not only wine.
1: Oh,
0: and everything. On everything. Yeah. Like, like, you know, oh, this is a little bit cold. I don't do this.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes, I will only have the fillet. Don't give me the shoulders. But I think well. that
1: also comes from a moment of, like, what people think <laughs> about them themselves. Germans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Germans, our chef, once, he, when I was in the kitchen, he said, fuck them all. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my clients, we put on, we put on some sh- shoulder, shoulder, lamb shoulder, and, and uh, uh, lamb, also sweetbreads and things like this. Nobody wanted to eat it. And for the Germans, the animal can only have filet and a saddle, maybe a leg, and that's it. <laughs> <Maybe one leg. laughs> <coughs> so they have never heard from nose to tail. Like I mean, where, uh, yeah. where we should, I mean, well, now we're a different subject, but with food, it's the same. Like, uh, we, we are using only the best, best parts, what we think is yeah. the best parts, and that we are neglecting the really we're great things. The yeah. It's the same with wine. We are thinking of the great wines, and some of the great wines are maybe not the biggest labels. Yeah. Like these three. I think these three are yeah, a these good are examples. All hmm?
1: yeah. Each one,
0: character, mm. gives you more fun, and you're drinking by the right people. Yeah.
2: This Forget less. about the money. Yeah, really I really, I really ah. love it. The depth of the wine is so I
0: love it. What would you, uh, Emily, what would you eat with us, recommend here at Michelberger? Well, you have a quite eclectic food here, which I really like and a very talented chef.
2: We, most people are eating t- at least two or three different things in one go as well, so I'm actively mm. not really pairing wine and we, yeah. when we do wine training, the most important thing is the guys know the wines and we push wines that might yeah. suit people and um, but we don't necessarily ever really do food pairing. We discuss it a little bit, but it's always, I'm not fully always convinced by food pairing. I think mm. it's, it works.
0: It can be nice. It can
2: work. Mm. 5% mm. of the times I've had food and wine pairing, mm. I've actually thought, this is amazing. Mm. So we, we tend to champion delicious food and delicious wine and enjoying those two things not necessarily want. pairing together, which, I know that's completely avoided your question totally. <laughs> um, I think, with this particular wine, because of the skin contact, it could tolerate much stronger flavours than what you would usually match Albariño mm. with. If I was matching Albarino, I'd Albariño, like clean fish dishes or fried mm. fish dishes exactly fri- deep fried oysters Yeah, but here we like here
0: we are in a very good way to pair food and wine yeah. more think more of general things not to become yeah. oh the chef put 75 sauces on the table and 65 spices yes. you're right this will go i think this will go with more complex dishes and you can probably drink it through a menu and still have fun with each dish yeah, sometimes it's a little bit better sometimes done. less but yeah. probably it will be good in Versatile, I think, is the yeah, British yeah, or the English word. Yeah, yeah, it is really versatile. I think for this wine, um, the way it's made um, draws yes. you a little bit away from the variety, as it's quite mm. unusual from from the place. And I think how this is how it's meant to be a little bit more innovative. I mean, it's, I still when, once you know it's Albariño, once There's you know this, it's and from salinity damp, in
1: the wine as there well. Yeah, I was going to say uh, that uh, salinity also makes it moreish, though. You want to mm. have more because you're a little bit.
0: So this has more in the in the in the Tatuas. Langlingo. this would be salty this. <laughs> no this has more color this this is yeah. a more complex definitely uh, super
1: interesting yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. more color yeah yeah,
2: yeah no, i really love it all right um yeah i think
0: yeah. food and wine has grown uh, side by side we forgot this in in a world of where we can have everything everywhere at any price um that's i think uh yeah it's got sad to see it's that tradition is getting lost but it's good to see some people keeping it like yeah. That's I think why Georgia has such a revival too.
1: Yeah.
0: I need to go now, ladies. Yes, I'm sorry. Exactly. I hope I hope everybody enjoyed. And uh, I just want to say, from my side, last couple of words. Um, don't be hesitant. Be passionate. Follow your heart. Don't think always about the money. It'll come when you're really good at what you do and love what you do. Anytime. That was my two words.
1: What Super, is your, What are your What are your words? Drink some more Gewurztraminer so I'm able to share a bottle with. <laughs>
0: And my final words, and someone make friends with Gwen, likes Convert Stramina so I don't have to keep drinking it with uh... <laughs> yeah, so, so that's good. Uh, she's like a bodyguard. <laughs> no,
2: I'm only
1: kidding, I'm only kidding. Um, if I have to drink Convert Stramina with anyone, it'll be with you, Gwen. So. Um, Yay, well,
0: thank, thank you, you Hendrik. Thank you. Now I import wines from around 50 small little labels from all over the world. And, yeah, a lot of fun. So I think, I think this job, first of all, is giving people a great experience and you can learn and add knowledge you the time you work really in that job. Because I see many people who don't really work in that job. Uh, they are maybe great tech, well, they, they, they know a lot about wine. But they don't know a lot of people. Don't know a lot of people. Don't know a lot
1: about people. (laughs) Thank you. I
0: (laughs) still have a hangover from (laughs) last night.
1: (laughs) Sorry. Not a problem. (laughs) Okay. So then it's, yeah, you need the two things in combination. I think, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, how do you see it
2: here in Germany in terms of the wine scene, younger sommeliers? Do you see that there are a lot of people interested in working in (coughs) wine? Have you observed anything different from when you were on the floor to now?
0: Mm. I think a lot of people are interested in wine, they want to go into that direction, but uh, I think a lot of people don't have the balls to really uh, to execute and to go through and, and to become professional, and that means it's not always very, how to say, um, convenient to become a professional, because that means like you, you need to carve your effort. niche, and you, it's effort, and a lot of people think they can go the easy way, I mean that's first of all, that's, that's, I think that's the, the bottom line. Uh, because when I wanted to become a sommelier, nobody wanted to give me a chance. So I, I recast my niche. I think now a lot of people are looking for sommeliers, and then we have people, oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, to just uh, talking and uh, doing, not the job. Yeah. And the job is to make people happy. Mm. That means the floor. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you can't do it from home. No. No. Yeah. no. It's a profession. Yeah. It's a profession which is really about people, first of all. Pull stop. yeah
2: Yeah, I agree with that and something else that's been an interesting topic for me anyway in the last few months is what is a sommelier worth in terms of you know I think there's a huge disparity between what certain sommeliers get paid to others Mm. um, about the service industry in general Mm. even being a waiter restaurant manager Mm. it's a lot of time isn't it like I was talking to a friend about this yesterday and um, we were talking about like the amount of investment you have to have in yourself, also, mm. you know, not just in the job itself, but outside of the job, studying and constantly keeping you need yourself to be,
0: up to date. You need to be really uh, hooked by that virus yes. and don't need to think about what you always make from it. Yeah. I think when you think about, oh, what can I make from certain things, then you are missing the creative part uh, of that job. And I think it's, first of all, it's passion. Uh, and that creativity will basically, and that kind of extra effort when you uh, train and taste and uh, uh, travel and pay here, pay there, you think always, oh, what do I get for it? I mean, you find out later, much later in your career. So I think a lot of sommeliers are maybe not paid correctly in this country, maybe they should get more. On the other hand, we have really difficult laws in terms for the employer, I can see that because I have a small company as well. Mm. So. Uh, uh, I think, let's say, United States much easier as uh, yeah. they're participating in the, in the sales. Mm. And then they get their share there. And if they're really good at what they do, they get, of course, a good, good wage. So I think yeah. sommeliers in the United States make much more money than here. Um, but f- when I looked at, my, let's say, when I became an MS, I didn't look at how much I could make from it. I, I would like to see how much can I learn from it. Yeah. Uh, and then, later on, I, I was lucky enough, circumstance, life, Help me to make a, a decent living from that. Yeah, mm.
1: so, yeah that's uh,
2: interesting, right. isn't it? And it's not necessarily, I don't think everybody is always thinking about that. But I always I find, you know, I do find sometimes, because it is so punishing in some ways, like mm. the hours and how much
1: of your mm. life you give it. But I do think that that also translates to other jobs too, especially in creative jobs. Like you were saying, actually, that's the really interesting thing about money is not a good incentive when it comes to creative jobs. Mm it has to be, the end result has to be the, the goal, rather than yep. money, because the minute money becomes the end goal, you, mm. you're incapable of doing your job, mm. are two You can make someone do mechanical work with the dangling of the carrot, but mm. you have to love it if it's going to be mm. creative, otherwise you're completely blocked. That's and f- I see the same in my career, the, mm. the more the popular, the better I am, the more work I have to put in to get mm. there and sustain that. Mm. But it means that in the end my hourly, what I get paid hourly, does go down Mm. because you having to put all this extra Mm. work in.
0: And it it really comes from the network too. Uh, Once you have a network, that will pay back at one point. That's what I can see now. I mean, I'm now 25 years in this business and I still know a lot of people and that helps a little bit, just to get in, you know, so uh, when I'm I'm polishing, uh, how to say, that one,
1: (laughs) Glassware. No po- <laughs> polishing. Polishing.
0: in Germany there's an German exp- in Germany there's an expression when you are basically a salesman you need to polish the uh, I mean
1: I wish we could all see the door
0: handles right the okay. door handles that's what we do <laughs> Jesus Christ wow we haven't
1: even can we cut it out please <laughs> <laughs> which actually we My probably goodness. should into some wine right now yes
0: which one which one you want we have we have wine on the table we're not drinking it i
2: know I think we should start <laughs> shame on <laughs> us should we start with the rosé
0: um we could it's quite strong in that taste so oh, i would rather great
2: go wines, this the
0: three great wines here i mean we have a uh, um, Abatucci, which you brought along
2: yep. oh, Steam. that's
0: from course yes. so with uh, some really crazy varieties we need to look them up on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I've never been to that winery and I've, I've tasted some wines. That's really yeah. nice. Then we have a wine from uh, which I import. Yes, Cospes from Albariño. Um, that's Vinos Atlanticos from Rodri Mendes, And we have another Atlantic wine, but much further south in, from the Canary Islands. It's a rosé. And I think we should do that rosé from Matthias y Torres. But we can do it now. Why not? Well, see what comes what comes out. So La Palma, beautiful capsule. I think. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Might be a a little bit warm. Could be a little chill. But I, I noticed with her wines, they can use or they can stand up to um, temperature. Quite good. Yes, quite stable. This has only 13%. You've been to La Palma?
1: No. No.
0: Well, you should take a trip. It's really nice. A lot Perfect. of people go for the party islands on the Canary Islands. <laughs> you know, Fuerteventura. La Palma is much more for elderly people like
1: Perfect.
0: me. More my <laughs> this is the most um, western of those islands, and which is interesting, like because the climate on those islands, though they are, I think, in in the total surface like three hundred kilometers from each other, this one is the most western end. You have a. Um, um, a, a climate which is more humid, um, a more um, climate like South America. Okay. And the soils are volcanic. They have two different soil types. One is the younger ones, which because they had a volcano explosion in the 70s. And the northern part is much older soils, and you have a more red clay. And um, Matthias Hitoris, what I like about this, this like... Uh, I try to take trips my wife she likes Lanzarote and we have a week in springtime and we have a favorite restaurant and they had this wine a couple of years ago and they served it to us and we said like this is much different than all the other beautiful vacation wines mm-hmm. what is it and then we looked it up Matthias Itaurus, the, the guy got it at some wine shop and then two years later we would find out that he would she would only sell about 120 bottles on the Canary Islands and the rest oh, she wow. would ship to London, New York, Stockholm, yep. Berlin yep wherever, as uh, people don't appreciate it, because a lot of people think these wines are...
2: Weird.
0: Kind of weird, or weird. that vacation wines are normally, yeah, comfort zone wines. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, in this winery, what I like, they work with ungrafted prephylloxera rootstock, so... Which is
2: quite common in the Canaries, though, isn't it? Yes, it is, so it is, it is.
0: But, but it's <laughs> quite rare in the world of wine, and <clears throat> she works with her family since 1885 on that winery. Oh, wow. That means like fifth generation, they produce only between 15 to 20,000 bottles, depending on the year. And I think she didn't want to become the winemaker. Her father died, he was a very humble man and a known winemaker. And she had to take the position as her brother, had other things in mind and someone wanted to keep it. They wanted yeah. to keep it in the family. And I think Victoria has done such a great job. So this is a rosé for not rosé drinkers. <laughs> would you agree, Emily? I
2: would agree. I actually find it more for, if you like, Jura Reds, because the nose is because the fruit and also the savouriness yes. of the wine. Yeah. Is yeah. Yeah. Mm.
0: This is really... I love this I love so her this, wines. So She's so, called, so skillful.
2: This is called eight three eight seven four zero. Exactly.
0: What I don't know what the, the numbers are for. Uh, the Claret, of course, means to the Bordeaux style of a heavier rosé. And this wine is produced from three varieties. And I think the formula she uses, that's quite unique. I mean, I wish in Germany sometimes we would have more young people trying to play and, you know, um, work around a little bit with what's possible. So she takes the Negramol, the, 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 the red variety. She soaks it for four days and to, to get a little bit of color, extract color. Then she blends that must with uh, Listan. Listan de Canarias, which is palomino, mm-hmm. so which is quite neutral. But she's using
2: Listan Blanco. Listan why? Blanco. Because it's red. And then, exactly,
0: that's Listan Prieto. Yep. Well, anyway, difficult <laughs> Spanish thing. But so yeah. she blends the white and the, the, the red must, and then let it start co-ferment together. Mm-hmm. And she says it's like a tradition they have had on the island. And then, in the end, she would add about 10% of Albio criollo, which she fermented extra, and on the skins. Okay. and that's I think that's where the tartness comes from in this wine Interesting, yeah. and I, I like the formula I mean think of like yeah. hey that's like a, a chemistry or yeah, alchemistry totally. or something next but what comes out is nice but you're right I mean Jura would be wow. lot of, a lot of people don't know how Jura tastes so but I think it has this um, ah, but I'm, I'm not don't want to use it again but umami yeah. kind of
1: Yeah, yeah um, totally. Um,
0: sure. it can I think match with many good food interesting foods too mm. and what I like about this um it's got acidity so it's not cloying it's really dry it's not like yeah, these yeah, one I of like these
2: it's nice.
0: these wanker roses oh excuse my french <laughs> oh sorry no, uh, These but but it has this um this really consequent and uh this is not an ego wine I think it's made it's, all The possibilities, but it's meant to be with food and it really shows and displays where it's from. And mm-hmm. I think this is what wine should be. Yeah, yeah. Wine should be something if, if I drink alcohol, then I want to be inspired. And I think many people just drink wine because they think, Oh, it's a mellow, oh, it's nice, oh, it's expensive, or whatsoever, yeah. oh, nice label. But I think in the end, you drink the liquid and you want to get yeah. some inspiration. And I get inspiration from this. Don't know how she does it, but I think it's just because she stays. Genuine and she stays mm. humble. Yeah. And then she's
2: this, not this aiming for. This field blend like, works really well. I know it's not a field blend, but this sort of blend of varietals and styles. Mm. It's a quite common. Yeah, oh. but you co yeah, but you see this quite a bit in Australia actually with like, oh, really? some of the more low intervention winemakers. It's quite common to have these sort of pink coloured wines. I think it's, <laughs> it's, it's somewhere smart, between eh? a white, red, and an orange because oh. they're just saying, oh, I've had a bit of this and I think that works really well with their like. But very typically, like Pinot Gris on skins, it's quite common to see that. Mm-hmm. In it looks like Pinot Noir, yeah, okay. because obviously the extraction from the skins have a pink hue to them. But they're really interesting wines to give to people because you taste them and
1: people want this. Yeah, what is this? It sort of
0: well, uh, it's but uh, I think I'm in the it. new in the new world in Europe, a lot of people have not understood that the new world. Um, has much more to offer. I mean, especially in Germany, it's really poor if I look at what is offered from the new world. And then I go to places like London, even Stockholm, uh, not Stockholm, well, maybe too but Copenhagen, and you see much more of a variety. And I think this is what Germany also should be. We should also import the good stuff and the interesting stuff because that also gives us inspiration. So, yeah. but I mean,
2: you're working with quite a few producers from South Africa. Well, you have a couple from South Africa.
0: Four of them, yeah? yes, yes. It's enough for four of those blokes. A oh.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I think we talked about
1: this with Holger when we, when we went to Viniculture. Was this idea that when places have a long wine history, that when people have a long wine history, they tend to go for wines from their own country?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's probably the same in France, the same in yeah, probably, Spain. Exactly. But but hey, you go to Spain, you go to Barcelona, or you can see some really exciting wine lists, I think. Uh, yeah, of course, sure. There's kind of a protectional thing, and uh and that's
1: why Scandinavians are a little more open-minded because they don't yeah. make produce Canadians, Canadians yeah, too. Totally,
0: oh. Canada has made a great way in terms of wine. I think. No, I really,
1: yeah. Except a lot of it doesn't come out of Canada because it's too small. Yeah, Lots we
0: of wines we, we import one wine from uh, Canada and per Morissette. This is a, uh, per Morissette. Yeah. I'm so happy with it. I mean, mm. it's a wine you can yeah, really cool. surprise people.
2: Yeah, that company Front is very good.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think it's special. Yeah. So now we have a wine. <laughs> Emily, <laughs> I'm looking at no, Thank
2: you very much. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: how are these varieties? Though? <laughs> <coughs> okay. Can okay. you just look them so up in the, the internet? So, so
2: the wine that we have, so we have, gosh, we have um, from Abatucci the Faustine Red, but the old wine, so the Vievin 2015. Mm. Um, So Corsica, the island Mm. of France, and it's quite interesting um, because obviously it falls under France, doesn't it? But I always find the wines from Corsica to be more similar to Italian wines, Yeah. actually. I find this Uh more like an Italian red than a French red, because it has this bittersweet. The tannin acid structure is slightly different for me personally. So the grape varieties are almost impossible to
1: remember or pronounce. (laughs) Should we try again? (laughs) Like just, uh, what, what,
0: what, oh, sorry. Yeah.
1: I was just saying. I feel like it's either a line from um,
0: Queens. Scaramouche, 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 Nieluccio and Sciaccharelle, I mean, it, the best thing is always when you do wine descriptions. You say, "Well, some indigenous varieties." Yeah. 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 <laughs> so oh, no. people can look it up by themselves. Google it yourself. Tumbreaker. No, but local grapes is good. So I've had some of his roses, I like it. I think he works in the biodynamics. He's by bi- yeah. Demeter, yes? Yes. And, and um,
2: yeah, granite soils.
0: I think this is well chosen in terms of the, uh, the wine we've had before. I think I can see a similar outcome. Uh, yeah. This um, more elegant, more fine, more subdued, uh, not the dark berry fruit, it's the light red fruit, yeah. it's the spiciness.
1: You yeah. <sighs>
0: I mean, it's quite it's hot like, today, yeah, so it's nice. it has got. It's, yeah, warms up quick. But yeah. So I'd, I'd like to drink it a little chill, more chill than this one even.
2: Yeah, Don't I mean, think? I pulled that out of the fridge. It was 16 degrees, the fridge. But obviously it's been on the table for a while, uh-huh. so it's been chatting.
0: This will be nice with some goat, I think, or yeah, lamb. That's um, a good, yeah. Strong flavours. What I like about these wines, and, and I think Europe at the moment is a great place. Um, 20 years ago, when I was a sommelier, that wasn't on the that wasn't the list for yeah. no one. We were still thinking of Burgundy, Bordeaux, a little bit of New World, mm-hmm. but not too much. And then, <laughs> yeah, right. And then Germany, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and now we have this fantastic variety, these regional wines. And um, in those days, they were let's say ah. Now we have these autochtone varieties. Now we have these Demeter wines and things like this. It was still kind of under suspicion, (laughs) if that's going to be ever great. And now, 20 years later, this, I think, is great. The results are obviously much better than what we have in international wines Mm. because we have too many international wines which are basically all tasting in the same direction because they're made basically from the same mindset. And I think the greatest thing you have in wine is the place where you can grow and where you can create something unique and not only a formula.
1: The formulaic thing I think is really interesting because you also see it, um, chatting with chefs about this, also this idea of formula, that instead of when you're cooking a dish, thinking of adding, oh, it needs no, this sugar, that's much salt, it should be like, what is a salty ingredient that I can add instead of actually salt? What's sweet that we can add? Mm. Things get more interesting that way when you don't work with a mm. cookie-cutter formula. Of, said yeah. this works.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, I, th- I think with any kind of thing, like uh, also the, the, the human aspect should not be forgotten. That means like you need to have experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is like something great value to a wine. It's, it's not like something you've learned uh, from school. This is like something you've learned in your family. And I think they have understood this, that that was a great value, yeah. but it took a little bit sure. to, to see, wow, we can maybe play on a different level. Mm. And I think now they do this. I mean, many of the wines at the beginning were quite bizarre, <laughs> faulty, mm. or stinky, or whatsoever. And I have to say, this wine is so fantastic. It's it's really pure. It's clean. Not clean in that kind of thing, like it's cleanly yeah, yeah. made. It's sterile, but there's no there's, there's not there's nothing wrong with this no, wine. Really there's nothing. no mistakes exactly. Mm. Yeah, no step exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? People, younger people, will be attracted by this wine?
2: Look, I don't like... I'm the salad. oldest
0: here at the table, I can ask you. Yes, yeah,
2: so. <laughs> I <think> so. <laughs> so, I mean, this is on the list at the Miffle Burger, mm-hmm. uh, and we don't sell large volumes of it at all because it still is a hand sell. Also, yeah. it's not... These particular wines don't come in super cheap. Yes,
0: it no, this has a price. Yes, of yeah. course. Yeah, it's not. What's what's the price on the list?
2: Uh, the list price is around 6 Yeah, it's but It's not crazy in the world it's of, a s- nice close, the world of yeah.
0: wine, but... Yeah. Let's say for the Average person thinks 65 is a lot of money yeah, and I have to say a lot of people have to work very hard for their money, 65 will be but when I look sometimes wines which are consumed for 200 or 300, yeah, yeah. they're not as inspiring as this one yeah. so this I think in the end is the much better deal but those people who make a lot of course they are much more attracted by the big names <laughs> and they don't want to make mistakes or they want to impress the ladies, or the ladies want to impress the guys and see my dear, Mm -hmm. I have brought this wonderful Aya wine from Italy, and oh dear, I'm worth now for that day 300, okay, let's do it. You know, this is how it works in many ways. And this is different. He he really needs to love wine.
1: But I think that's the thing that's interesting about sort of the push also with natural wines is you end up with less of this uh, brand name idea, Mm -hmm. and people are a bit more curious about finding something special instead of having the,
0: I have a Louis Vuitton handbag, I have yeah. a brand name wine. Or I go to, um, to a designer who makes something yeah. special. Yeah, they would rather something. be like, look yeah. at this
1: cool designer I have from, so yeah. look at this cool wine I know about. I mean, what? that's the nice thing about the shift towards. Is it in
0: the tattoo scene? Must be the same, there must be some Charlie. big names and oh, let me do yeah, 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 a tattoo. they're not always great,
1: but um, yeah. they have a name. I, I've made, got it from that guy. Exactly, it's the same idea, it's a luxury product with a brand.
0: I got, I got this tattoo on my cheeks in London from <laughs> oh my God. That was really ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, uh, then Please. this guy—you know what was so funny? He had a tattoo, and I was asking, "What is this?" It was a French guy, and I asked him, "What is this?" He had all these big black—how uh, to say, like—stripes, like stripes, stripes yeah. like a zebra. Yeah. <laughs> and I asked him, "What is this?" And he said, "Well." Have this on um, the girlfriend's names I've had. Yeah. And they basically, got to be them yeah. with a the big strike. So he had a pull arm. I mean, how
2: many stripes does that take until you realise this maybe isn't a good idea?
0: Well, he had eight. He's
2: <laughs> and he's, it was romantic. And, and, and
0: then he had one. <laughs> I never forget. He had one here on his neck, Jennifer. Oh uh, and gosh. I thought like, wow, well, now it's getting. This is becoming serious. <laughs> <laughs> like straight
1: for the neck. If it doesn't work out, <laughs> luckily there's a lot of Jennifers in the world. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you imagine, <laughs> after that, you're like, God, I can't get this one removed. I can must get Jennifer's from now on. Yeah, must find another Jennifer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think in, in many ways, if you look at wine, if you look at food, if you look at artists, uh, if you look at tattoos, books, there is a there is lot of similarities mm, in totally. how it's treated by us. And I think most of it has to do with respect or with the kind of uh, awareness, what you do. I mean, I got tattoos when I was younger. But I look at them now, I say, like, okay, that, I feel comfortable with them. For many For sure. years, I didn't feel comfortable. When I had them, I was cool. Yeah. Then I didn't felt feel in decline. Cool. <laughs> now, now I'm cool with it. Now I'm with, the, you know, in my age group, I'm probably one of the few ones. Who's You're really, like, eh,
1: yeah, check this out. Yes.
0: <laughs> I, I can compete with the hipster guys. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, uh, I, I look now at people when they do tattoos and they do it in a more interesting like it's almost like when I look at you when also you use it as a piece it's, it's very natural it belongs to you yeah. though it's quite
1: it's I mean, I also have a struggle with this you know you go through a period of wanting to be different and then you sometimes pendulum mm. swing the other way then you want to be mm-hmm. a bit more accepted and then you find the happy balance where you accept both parts of yourself so I think yeah. but respect I think that's a really interesting but that's also goes back to the wine education idea, mm. goes back mm. to all of these things tie in, mm. because it's this idea of knowing what came before you. You were saying about winemakers, that it's not just about knowing what you know now, it's taking the combined knowledge of your ancestors and bringing mm. it to a moment. All of these things, yeah, tattooing, wine... A lot of service, people
0: go with respect. their tattoos, it's very interesting, from very... Horrible. Later on, they
1: totally. realise. I mean, come on. Let's talk about. We've talked about this in episode one. The wines I drank from the beginning. <laughs> you do the same, and the, you know, you start with yeah. something training wheels, and then you easy stuff. You learn
0: normally. A bit, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I had, I had like. I mean, in Germany, there is this kind of very modest thing. Always, like people tell you, oh, you need to first start with the cheap stuff and with the easy stuff. You
1: don't deserve the expensive exactly, stuff yet. Exactly,
0: and I can tell. All the young people, inspiration comes from great things, and yeah. normally not from these wines. Yeah. From these wines, it comes beautiful, beautiful hangovers. Hangovers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but yes. inspiration comes from really great stuff. And uh, even though if you have no fucking clue about it, uh, once you have a great wine, yeah. you might. There's a good chance you get hooked to it.
1: I mean, with anything, when you treat mm. yourself, when you say, "I deserve the," you know, something nice, and even if that means. Saving up a little bit and, and waiting to have something lovely rather than mm. having lots of terrible wine. You well, know, you feel exactly. really
0: good. Why, why go through Says all Michelle. that? But it's, I think that's uh, maybe Calvinistic thing. Like when they tell us to, you, yeah. if you go to paradise, to, to go to paradise, you have to eat through this big big wall of pudding.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> <sighs> Emily is a little quiet now. She's she's thinking. <laughs> I'm to Are you too thinking of getting bit. a tattoo? <laughs> We can we maybe gummy gam- yeah. and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: So, what we've got in front of us right now, yeah. I could definitely smash the whole evening? Beginning. Day. <laughs> I could smash this right now. Wow. Easy. Be careful. It smells it's, good. It's,
0: it's, uh, it's quite strong. It it's smells uh, delicious. It's a wine, uh, Cospes is a wine from Rodri Mendes. Mm. And he's quite, quite famous now in Spain. I mean, in Germany, I don't think so. But in the scene of wine, mm. I think a pe- lot of people know him. And uh, he's, I think, in the regard, he's a kind of a visionary too. He's in cambados which is a place in the area of Rias Baixas. So Valde Salnes, um, that's basically on the western coast of Europe, basically north of Portugal. Rias Baixas is Galicia, and I think that that strip really is attracting the Salis me.
2: The Salnes Valley as well.
0: I think Sarate is yes. there,
2: and also um, there's a, a really a great guy called
0: Alberto Nancaris. I don't know him. Not imported no. into
2: Germany, no. Very small uh-huh. factors, but yeah. Thank you for
0: the advice. I'll take. you. So we'll take I a mean, look yeah. at it. Yeah. No, but no, what, very good. what I like about I these like people, totally.
2: I was mean... Cos, was Cospers always scheme contact? Uh, always? Because I didn't know that, and then when I opened the bottle for the team, mm-hmm. and we tasted it, I was like, oh, this has got a good color, and I was like... As oh, I think it's got skin contact. Not
0: it's, it's not the typical Albariño yeah. where you think it's fresh and easy and that mineral salty. This one is uh, with skin it contact. Like sunshine,
1: yes, like yeah. Albariño on steroids. But it's nice that it smells so strong and then it's not so.
0: What I like about the smell is like, um, the, of course, you get the, that lemony, citrusy uh, skin uh, character because of the fermentation on the skins. But what I like about this is like, there's a this, um, honey and a herbal mm. taste. So this reminds me more of a tea than of a wine, oh, yeah. first of all. That's to me, like a, like a herbal tea from um, Northern Greek, which I enjoy very much. Yeah. When I go home at night, my wife always cooks me a tea. It's wonderful. I like this.
1: I mean, this would make, what I smell would make a great perfume. I mean, I would wear it, probably. Uh, it's like a little honey, but, a little fruit. It's juicy, but it's still got some...
0: Call some it Gwe- Gwe- yeah. Gwen's dreams. Well, that's or going to be. Tricky. That's going certainly to be. There's tricky.
2: not a Gewurztraminer on the table. because she was mad for it. I'm ah. not even joking. I'm Are you one of those? Person on the planet that still loves Gewurztraminer? So many times we've had Gewurztraminer together, and she brings it. And she's like, but it's it's cool, right?
1: And I'm like, <laughs> <"You're> like yeah, <laughs> It's the main thing. And like, well, all of a
0: sudden, it's not cool. Well, Gewurztraminer is certainly not made for purists. It's made for hedonists. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah Gewurztraminer,
1: it's good. I, I think... Smells delicious, it gets me. Really yeah,
0: but... Yeah, yeah. You
1: yeah, know, but I also came into wine... Tired. I yes. also came into wine from more of a perfume sort of thing, so like the smell of wine was probably what attracted me more to even learning about it than anything else, because I'm a perfume fanatic. And own a lot of perfumes, so for me the scent was always the most exciting. No,
0: you don't need to self-excuse here. That's yeah, cool. but
1: that's the truth. Yeah, that's why I love the aromatics. <laughs> no, but it's, it's really I, I good. think, you think you it's. You to do it's, a top shirt. Sure.
0: But but yeah. what I like about your attitude is Gwen that you uh, you, you deal with your uh, devils. <laughs> yeah. No, a lot of people don't. People are not honest with themselves yeah. when it comes to wine. They they go for other things, and I think that's cool to say I like a Verstromina. And, uh, and
1: sometimes I have to drink it alone because no one else wants it with me, it. yeah. <laughs> and it's really tough because I finish the whole bottle really quick yeah. <laughs> It's like the, it's like the peach schnapps of wine, yeah. no?
0: Yeah.
2: No, <laughs> yeah, she likes peach schnapps as well. Come on.
0: Peach peach pe- peach schnapps? Yeah. well no, I mean I, I, mean, I like,
2: like the peach that you like. she's
1: buying it. It's a schnapps, and <laughs> yeah. I really like it's a <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I like the southern southern French also. You know, a little Viognier. Do you like Viognier
0: as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that Sauvignon Blanc.
1: Yeah, of course. Tommy like, Oh, fantastic. I mean, I like them all, but <laughs> <laughs> not that fussy. That,
0: that, so, that sounds like Erich Mielke.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, Erich Mielke was in the DDR, big guy, and one of his last speeches was in front of the uh, blah blah blah. Uh, what I don't know how they call it in the uh, Volkskammer. Volkskammer.
1: Okay. Ah, ich
0: liebe alle. Ich liebe alle Menschen, and he was one of the toughest guys. <laughs> I'm made I'm made a lot of bad have things. Be careful. people to all and people. Yes. And Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah.
1: Let's so float. float. <laughs> Sauvignon is was also probably one of the things I drank the most in the beginning, and now it's probably something I don't ever really drink mm. so much of because now it. You know, there's,
0: there's room. There's space. Yeah. There, there will there will be developments. There's hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's hope for
1: all of us. Then okay. I dated an Austrian, and then I drank. Shitloads of nine.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I think that's another thing. Like a lot of people don't realize when you want to uh, learn something about wine, you need to drink it. Yeah, totally. You really need to drink it, and you sometimes, of course, with a hangover. But I think that's that's <laughs> yeah. something. A lot of people think, Post Oh, yes. I'd like to know about yeah. wine. I've read everything yeah. from the books. Oh, great. So how does it taste? I mean, in the end, we're tasting something. It's yeah. a it's it's a beverage where you expose your palate, and that yeah. gives you that kind of richness too. A lot of people are very one-dimensional when it comes to taste. Not only wine. Oh, and everything. On everything. Yeah. Like, ugh, like, you know,
1: oh, this is a little bit cold. I don't do this. Yeah.
0: Yes, I will only have the filet. Don't give me the shoulders. But I think well. that
1: also comes from a moment of, like, what people think <laughs> about says them themselves.
0: Germans. <laughs> <laughs> Germans. Our chef, once, he, when I was in the kitchen, he said,
1: Fuck them all! I
0: hate my clients. We put on on some shoulder, Shoulder. lamb shoulder, and and, and, uh, uh, lamb, also sweetbreads and things like this. Nobody wanted to eat it. And for the Germans, the animal can only have fillet and a saddle, maybe
1: a leg, and that's it. Maybe one leg.
0: (laughs) (coughs) So they have never heard from nose to tail. Okay. I mean, uh, where, yeah. where we should, I mean, well, now we're a different subject, but with food it's the same. Like, uh, we, we are using only the best, best parts, what we think is yeah. the best parts, and that we are neglecting the really we're great things. The it's yeah. the same with wine. We are thinking of the great wines, and some of the great wines are maybe not the biggest labels. Yeah. Like these three, I think these three are yeah, a these good are example. Delicious.
2: Hmm? Yeah. And Each one, character, mm.
0: gives you more fun, and you're drinking it by the right people. Yeah.
2: Forget less, about the money. Serious, yeah, really I really, I really ah. love it. The depth of the wine is really
1: so I
0: love it. What would you, uh, Emily, what would you eat with us, recommend here at Michelberger. Well, you have a quite eclectic food here, which I really like and a very talented <laughs> chef.
2: Most people are eating t- at least two or three different things in one go as well, so I'm actively mm. not really pairing wine and we, yeah. when we do wine training, the most important thing is the guys know the wines and stuff. we've wines that might yeah. suit people and um, but we don't necessarily ever really do food pairing. We discuss it a little bit, but it's always—I'm not fully always convinced by food pairing. I think mm. it's, it works.
0: Can be nice. It can work.
2: Five mm-hmm. percent mm. of the times I've had food and wine pairing, mm. I've actually thought this is amazing. Mm. So we we tend to champion delicious food and delicious wine and enjoying those two things not necessarily pairing together which i know that's completely avoided your question totally
1: Mm. Um, i
2: think with this particular wine because of the skin contact it could tolerate much stronger flavors than what you would usually match Albarino Mm. with if i was matching alborino i'd eat quite clean fish dishes or fried Mm. fish dishes exactly deep fried oysters yeah but here we like here
0: we are in a very good way to pair food and wine yeah. more think more of general things not to become yeah. oh the chef put seventy five sauces on the table and sixty five spices yeah you 're right this will go I think this will go with more complex dishes and you can probably drink it through a menu and still have fun with each dish yeah, sometimes it's it's a little bit better sometimes again. less, but yeah. probably it will be good in Versatile, I think, is the yeah, British yeah, or the English word. Yeah, yeah, it is really versatile. I think for this wine, um, the way it's made um, draws yes. you a little bit away from the variety, as it's quite mm. unusual from from the place. And I think how this is how it's meant to be a little bit more innovative. I mean, it's, I still when, once you know it's Albariño, once There's you know this, it's from salinity them, in the
1: wine as there well. Is. Yeah, I was going to say uh, that uh, salinity also makes it moreish, though. You want to mm. have more because you're a little bit.
0: So this has more in the in the in the Tatuas. Langlingo. this would be salty this. <laughs> no this has more color this this is yeah. a more complex definitely uh, super
1: interesting
0: more color yeah yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah, yeah no, i really love it. love it all right um yeah i think
0: yeah. food and wine has grown uh, side by side we forgot this in in a world of where we can have everything everywhere at any price um that's i think uh yeah it's got sad to see it's that tradition is getting lost but it's good to see some people keeping it like that's I think why Georgia has such a revival too
1: yeah
0: I need to go now ladies yes, I'm sorry I, I hope I hope everybody enjoyed and uh, I just want to say from my side last couple of words um, don't be hesitant be passionate follow your heart don't think always about the money it'll come when you're really good at what you do and love what you do anytime that was my two words what Super, is it? what are you it. what are your words
1: drink some more Gewürztraminer so I want to share a bottle with <laughs> And my final words,
2: and someone make friends with Gwen that likes pervert stramina,
0: so I don't have to keep drinking it with her? <laughs> yeah, so, so that's good. Uh, she's like a bodyguard. No, <laughs> oh,
2: I'm only kidding, I'm only kidding. Um, if I have to drink pervert stramina with anyone, it'll be with you, Gwen, so. Um, Yay, right. thank, thank you, Hendrick. Thank you.